welcome to Sidebar. Today it's time for the long-awaited. Bing, 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 boom, 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 I was hoping you would do that, and you followed you were, through. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I guess if that wasn't enough of a clue, Andy and I have found a way to do an episode of the show on Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. I'm very we're taking excited. taking it back. <laughs> this is, it's also a bit of a throwback for us. It was yeah. in our early days as a podcast that we discussed uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, we did. We talked about the yada yada law school, which raised money for charity. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if anyone, which, and I understand if some of you don't, but in the, the couple minutes that we usually banter. I don't, un- I don't understand and I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so if, people may have picked up on the fact that I have been watching Seinfeld for the first time, much to Andy's delight as a, uh, it seems a long time Seinfeld fan. And I lifelong devotee (laughs) and I recently finished it and we just we thought, oh, it'd be so fun to talk about this on the show and then realized that the finale of Seinfeld involves a criminal trial. And so we thought it would be fun to discuss the finale, which we've I mean, we've said this in other uh, in other episodes relating to pop culture stuff. But if you if if you don't know by now, I don't care. (laughs) So spoilers ahead. If you, for some reason, <laughs> care about spoilers for the finale of a show that ended, what, 27 years ago? 1998. Yeah. Um, so this is, but but now that the show is on Netflix, there's probably a lot of like, there's probably a lot of like 22 year olds <laughs> who have never seen the show and we're, we're going to ruin it for them. Well, so, so if that's the case. Too bad. Please, too you know, bad. check back later after you finished it because I'm about to completely ruin um, <laughs> this entire finale. The ending of the greatest show in TV history. <laughs> so to be clear, Andy, as a as a super fan, why don't you set up what uh, what the setup is for the final episode? of Seinfeld. Okay, yeah. So in the finale, uh, George and Jerry's uh, plot to their TV sitcom Jerry <laughs> uh, for back from season four is finally picked up as a series by NBC and they are given access to a uh, private plane that they can take on a trip before they go to Hollywood to film the show. Uh, That plane, they they are bound for Paris and their plane has to make an emergency landing in Massachusetts, in a small town in Massachusetts. As they are just walking around as uh, the four, the the big four are walking around this town in Massachusetts. They see a man being uh, mugged. The and Kramer carjacked, pulls out in fact. his yeah carjacked. Um, and Kramer pulls out a video camera <laughs> and starts videotaping, and everyone starts making jokes mm-hmm. about the robbery victim mm-hmm. instead of trying to help him. This man sees them. Mm-hmm. And look and sees them and makes like a desperate plea for help, and they just totally ignore it. <laughs> yeah, um, they're walking along their merry way when a when they are then arrested by a local cop for violating the town's new uh, Good Samaritan law. 
um, which is uh, known as uh, on Seinfeld, I believe it's called a crim- criminal indifference. Yes. Which uh, the first thing and, that I want, I, I want to go before I tear all of this apart. I want to go on record and say I did really enjoy the show overall. And the finale was also fun. However, just none of this is legally accurate. <laughs> so the first thing that I wanted to yell about is that why, why did this cop approach these four idiots instead of calling in backup to catch the person who just committed a felony? Yes. Like, no one is going after That's a good point. the carjacker. They're just trying to get these, these yahoos on, <laughs> on a, a crime that doesn't exist, which I will get into later. <laughs> or I guess I could get into it now. You could get into it now. So, uh. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So the, the big thing with this is that they, yeah, they claim that the four of them violated this, the state's good Samaritan law, which good Samaritan laws exist. All 50 States have them. Um, however, they're kind of, the, the show writers conflate a couple different things here and create a statute that doesn't exist anywhere because it's stupid. So the idea behind an actual Good Samaritan law is that it offers legal protection to people who try to help someone who is injured or in danger. It's, it's an exception to the general rules of negligence. So essentially, a person is not liable. They can't be sued as a result of providing care or transport to someone who's been injured. Mm-hmm. So Andy, if I see you drowning and I jump in and try to save you, which as a rule, I am not obligated to do in the U S legal system. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Andy, <laughs> but you know, if I, it's been a good run, <laughs> but if I choose to do so, I'm not liable for anything negligent I do in pulling you out. Like if I drag you out of a pool by your foot or I perform CPR incorrectly, you can't turn around and sue me for that. So that's in general what a good Samaritan law is. Now, obviously that's not what is going on here in Seinfeld. And what they're talking about is closer to what's known as a duty to assist or a duty to rescue, which a couple of States have, including Minnesota where I live um, as well as Vermont and Rhode Island, where Um, A person at the scene of an emergency who knows that another person is in grave physical danger to the extent they can do so without endangering themselves, they have an obligation to assist that person. Now, the reasonableness standard here, in a lot of cases, it's calling 911 or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily going into a burning building and trying to pull people out. Um, or trying to subdue an armed gunman exactly. who's carjacking someone. Right. So, yeah, if if this was the rule that the, the gang on Seinfeld was encountering, they would have a pretty good defense saying that, you know, because this person was an armed carjacker, they were not obligated to intervene and put themselves at risk. Now, one thing mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up is that violation of Minnesota's duty to assist statute is a petty misdemeanor meaning it is prohibited by the statute, but it is not a crime. And the sentence is a fine of no more than $300. So okay, the fact that the penalty in Seinfeld is apparently $85,000 and five years in prison is completely nuts. Like, not to mention the fact that Massachusetts does not have a duty to rescue and there is no such thing anywhere as criminal indifference. 
Nor is there a town of Latham, Massachusetts, where you run the risk of being arrested for this. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about being arrested for criminal indifference. But so let's let's just say that criminal indifference was real. And we move forward to the trial that these four have, which which, first of all, <laughs> the fact that all of this seems to take place in about 48 hours is insane. Like, they yes. skip. <laughs> it's a very quick trial. <laughs> very, very fast. It's a very, very they, fast uh, trial. You know, they skip the indictment, the arraignment, all the fun pretrial stuff. But, when, yeah, when they get to the trial, there's some pretty, pretty big issues here when it comes to criminal procedure and the rules of evidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've always wondered as yeah. much. <laughs> so, well, you, yeah, you're correct to wonder. Um, yeah, in the words of their lawyer, Jackie Childs, who is obviously Johnny Cochran. Like, if that's... Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that can't be a surprise to anyone. Um, Johnny Cochran, in case anybody out there is wondering, um, famously defended O.J. Simpson. But he was known for these kind of alliterative legal mm-hmm. arguments. And so, in yeah, in the words of Jackie Childs, I'm shocked and chagrined at the way... <laughs> <laughs> at the witnesses that are called in the finale of Seinfeld. So... What they what the what the prosecution does on the show is they call, I don't even know, and a, a long list of, of uh, all the people char- that these guys have been jerks to over nine seasons of the show, which is the which is the entirety of the show, yeah. pretty much <laughs> everyone who they encounter yeah. in the life of this show, right? <laughs> and, and all of these people testify about how they're terrible people and, and all of this. And so that, yeah, the thing is in real life, as, <clears throat> as soon as the prosecutor brings up in his opening statement, he says, this is not the first time that these defendants have engaged in mocking and maligning. Jackie, Sh- Jackie Childs should have been standing on the table yelling objection because character that does not matter. Right. Character is arguably the least important thing in a criminal trial. In fact, this type of evidence is inadmissible under the rules of evidence. I'm going to talk about the federal rules, but states have similar stuff. Federal rule of evidence 404 evidence of a person's character or character trait is not admissible to prove that on a particular occasion, the person acted in accordance with the character trait, which is exactly what the prosecution not only is doing, but says they're going to do on the show. So, Again, as Jackie sh- as Jackie says, this testimony is irrational, irrelevant, and inconsequential. <laughs> but they do it anyway. So, Marla, Babu, yep, uh, the soup Nazi, <laughs> yep, Sidra, mm-hmm. the 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 old the old woman with the marble rye, yep, uh, the woman that they gave a discount wheelchair to. Um, yeah, they they shouldn't they should not have been allowed to no. uh, to testify. <laughs> the only the only witness okay. that the prosecution calls that they actually could call is the cop from the scene of the crime because he was there. Okay, and he would be allowed to uh, to discuss that. Um, so I mean, yeah, and and you know, it's the the rules of evidence are a lot of fun because there's always all of these different exceptions and. Um, like character evidence can be admissible for other purposes. Like if it's to prove motive, opportunity, intent, that kind of thing. You can also introduce evidence of a person's habits in some cases, which is similar to character, but a little bit different. Like it's admissible to prove that on a particular occasion, the person acted in accordance with this habit or routine. So like 
if you, for some reason, wanted to prove that on a particular occasion I had dog treats in my right pocket, you could offer evidence that proves that I have a habit of keeping them there. Like the fact that if my hand goes anywhere near my right pocket, my dog Ted is like, heck yes, it's treat time. Like he sits down and he's like, he's ready to go, whether I have treats in my pocket or not. So that would be more of a habit evidence. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, a criminal defendant can introduce good character evidence to show that, say, committing this crime is completely out of character. And then the prosecution... Which it wasn't in right. this case. <laughs> right, exactly. If they did that, then the prosecution could introduce all of these people and say, no, oh, they're full of it. okay. But gotcha. that is a door that the criminal defendant has to open. So... Bottom line, okay. it, it's hilarious to go back over all the times that these guys acted like fools, but these are all improper character witnesses. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. And then <laughs> in the end, they're found guilty and sentenced to a year in jail. They are. And for and some the- reason, for some reason, the defense doesn't get a closing statement. So I don't know what happened there. Maybe that's on the cutting room floor. But uh, yeah, Jackie Childs didn't even get to wrap things up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the we we instead we see an exasperated and horrified judge saying <laughs> yeah. that he can think of no better way <laughs> to uh to uh punish them as to for them to spend a year removed from society <laughs> thinking about what kind of lives they've led yeah. and what they've done. My favorite part of that was the judge saying like, I don't know under what circumstances led to the four of you finding each other. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I, I did really enjoy it. I, I enjoyed the show. Um, but this trial was a sham. Uh, okay. I would, I'll, I'm going to get on my soapbox here again too. And say, because this, this, this finale was the subject of much derision in its oh, time. Really? And and Larry and Jerry Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld has have always been pretty defensive about it. Mm. Um because there is finally a lot of people thought that it went against the grain of the show and in, in the fact that they did finally get some uh comeuppance mm-hmm. for what they did and that the, and that there actually was a little bit of a moralistic tone for a show that was very famous very famously sure. uh, operated under the mantra of no hugging and no learning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it is, it is um, important, I guess that they, yeah, they're, they're convicted because I mean, as far as the verdict, even though this is a law that is stupid and doesn't exist in that world, it does. And they did do it. So yeah, it's, it makes sense. But that it's funny. Con- right. It's it makes funny. sense that they were The convicted. episode is funny. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I'm sorry, hater. I'm sorry, haters. <laughs> it's funny. I enjoyed it's it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really all. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. And so in closing, <laughs> what is your favorite Seinfeld episode? Oh my gosh. I, oh, there's so many. I, I really liked the parking garage one. Um, the oh, <laughs> go the, work on your pecs and your lats. <laughs> um, We're all very impressed. Oh, because of because of this process, I finally understand a joke that my family has made forever. Um, my oldest brother is a dentist, and he's always made jokes about anti dentites, and I never knew what that <laughs> meant. <laughs> and then I was watching Seinfeld, and somebody said he's an anti dentite. So that um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, Anytime that Patrick Warburton showed up, I love Putty. Putty was a lot of fun. Putty is Putty is the man. <laughs> I agree. 
So yeah, overall it was it was a fun it was a fun experience. Oh, and one last thing, sentencing does not immediately follow the verdict. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'll just put mine out there on record too that the Chinese restaurant yes. is the greatest Seinfeld episode of all time. I, I yeah, that's a really good one too. Thanks for listening to Sidebar from Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. We'll be releasing these every other week between our full-length episodes. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at finelawpodcast at thompsonreuters.com. 